0: What's up everybody? I Irving TV, Eye TV. Whatever you want to call me as long as it doesn't get disrespectful because if it gets disrespectful, then um you know what? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pop you in the forehead with my my Halo Nerf gun. Hold on, let me get that right now. <laughs> let me get it right now. You you see this? You see this? Y'all see this? I'm gonna get my Nerf gun. My Halo Nerf gun. And I'm gonna pop you in the head. I'm pop you in the forehead with it. (laughs) Anyway, I'm gonna put that down. And I'd like to welcome y'all to episode 11 of Squirrel Moments the podcast. Today is January the 24th, 2022. First of all, I like to say to everybody, Happy New Year. I know I'm late with this episode. I know I'm like I'm like, I'm, I'm extremely late, but it is what it is, y'all. It is what it is. I have a life beyond this, but anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> no, but in all says though, I wanna um say happy New Year to everybody. Let me let me tell y'all something real quick. I I know these last two years has been tough. These last two years has been tough, but we made it barely. But we made it. We made it. We made it i'm glad to be in 2022 because 2021 i was done with 2021 by the time january the second came around (laughs) but um even though technically with 2022 i'm already done with the year as well as soon as it turn soon as the ball drop i say happy new year i'm already tired (laughs) no but no in all seriousness though um you know i hope for positivity hopefully uh, we can manifest some positivity for this year i know we've already had some hard hits and all that kind of stuff but let's manifest some um some positivity for the new year but before we get to talking about the new year before we get to talking about the new year um first of all let's get all the pleasantries out the way let's get all the business stuff out the way and all this kind of stuff um First of, all, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody for supporting me. First of all, that's the first thing. If you're listening or if you're watching, which I have the video version on youtube.com slash TV. and the audio version is also available on um, anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts. There's a couple others as well. I can't think of them off top, but I know that Anchor distribu- distributes... <laughs> All um my podcast to different platforms. I don't think it's on um iTunes yet or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. I don't think it's on there yet, but I know definitely is on Anchor FM, Anchor.fm, Spotify, and Google Pod. Yeah, Google Podcast. I know it's on those at least all three platforms. So I appreciate everybody that's listening. I appreciate everybody that's watching and all that stuff. So um, if you like, if y'all like what y'all see or y'all like what y'all hear, if you're watching the video version, go ahead and like, drop a comment, make sure to share. If you're listening, whatever platform y'all listen to, if it has a rating system on there, give it a good rating. If you can drop a comment, drop a comment on there because that really helps. That really helps um, move the, the podcast up moving up the algorithm so that way we can have more people listen to this greatness that's coming <laughs> y'all can more people can listen to the corniness that comes out of my mouth more people can listen to the ridiculous ridiculous people can hear me barely pronounce words and can barely talk <laughs> no but um i ain't gonna lie to y'all first of all let me let me say this real quick let me make this disclaimer i am tired it is 6 22 in the morning i got off of work about uh, about almost two hours ago i don't know if i mentioned this before um my old listeners um should already know this but if y'all don't it's cool um i work nights so um also to my new listeners i work nights (laughs) and i got an energy drink in my hand right now if y'all listening to the uh, audio version you're not going to see it in my hand of course unless you can see audio which then i'm gonna have to ask y'all some technically you could see audio but then you have to but first you have to put the audio in uh audio editing software which means technically y'all know what i'm going with this i'm being a nerd right now but anyway um yeah i'm tired i did 10 hour shift uh well that's why i usually do 10 hour shifts overnight and all that stuff i originally planned on recording this on saturday night uh right now it's monday i originally originally planned on recording this saturday but then you know i was helping my friends move and all that stuff and by the time that i was over with i was done then i had to pull an all-nighter yeah i was done i was done yeah i was done i was done i was done, I was done. but um don't worry even though i got an energy drink I, y'all yeah, I know how i feel about energy drinks And if you don't know um i really don't like them I really don't like energy drinks too much, but if I need it, I need it, you know, because I'm dedicated to this, so, but that being said, I always promote on here, um, that water is important, I, I still have a big bottle of water, and I have alkaline water at that, so, um, yeah, alkaline, alkaline water is good for you, so, mm-hmm. but anyway, let's, let's get to the good stuff, let's get to the good stuff, um, yeah, Let's get to the good stuff, people. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, before we get to the news stuff, well, before I get to anything, I will say this much. This podcast, this episode might be a little bit different. And the reason why I say this is because usually I read articles ahead of time before I get on here and start speaking and start giving my spills and all this kind of stuff we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this talk about that and before i give my take and all this kind of stuff and i can keep on talking in and out this that um i'm sorry y'all <laughs> but what's gonna make this a little bit different is some of the articles and part of it is because i was rushing but some of the articles um i haven't read yet i've seen the headline But I really haven't read yet. So it's gonna be a little bit different one because um, it's gonna be genuine reactions. (laughs) I mean, I've done it before where I um, got some articles, but I didn't read it. But I handled it differently and it was terrible. (laughs) But anyway, I just wanna let y'all know and give y'all that disclaimer because I've been super busy lately. So I've been having to, haven't got the chance to really sit down, really the last couple of days and actually go do stuff and go you know all that kind of stuff anyway let's get to the good stuff this is what y'all here for y'all here for the good stuff not to hear me complain about stuff y'all here to get away from what y'all complaining about right (laughs) but um all jokes aside, but then again, if I can tell a joke, even though all my jokes are corny, I tell corny I tell corny dad jokes. Anyway, I'm having a squirrel moment right now. Woo, 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 let's come back, let's come back. But then again, that's a part of the, um, that's the point of this podcast, squirrel moments is, and for those that, um, that's tuning in for the first time, um, to this podcast, reason why I name it squirrel moments, because I have ADHD, which I'm not, a, I'm not you know, I don't hide that fact. I, I embrace it to the fullest. But one of the things about ADHD is how people describe it is, when somebody with ADHD sees a squirrel, whatever they doing goes out the window because they see the squirrel, I'm like, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. But <laughs> those that's tuning in for the first time, I just wanna give you that brief explanation. But anyway, um, but yeah, before we get to the news and all that stuff, I just wanna give y'all an update of what I've been doing lately, what I've been doing. On my spare time The little bit of spare time I have You know And actually some of the stuff um, Not even on my spare time when I'm at work And the reason why I say that Is because I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, But but, let's return Let's let's, let's try that again (laughs) I have I have been listening to a lot of audio books As of late Because First of all At my job I, I I told y'all before, I, I work at Amazon, right? And the job is easy, but it's boring. You're doing the same thing for 10 hours. It is an easy job, but it is boring. And if you don't have nothing to entertain yourself with, it will drive you mad. It will drive, I can't see how people do it. I can't see how people do it, like not listen to anything or have some type of entertainment and working for 10 like. Now, technically, you're not supposed to have headphones or whatever, but I do have these, um, I have this hat, right? It's, um, like a, do I have it with me? No, I don't. But it's like a little Scully hat, but it has, like, earphones, um, in it. So, it's pretty hidden, and I've been using it ever since. Like, ever since I got it, and it was, like, $20, $25. But anyway, you're not really supposed to have headphones in the building and all that stuff, but... But lately, what I've been doing, uh, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. Now, I used to listen to a lot of music, but I've noticed one of the things I—well, it was music and podcasts. But the thing was, I I go by them so fast. When I say I go by them so fast, like music, like I I caught myself repeating some stuff as far as music go, and then as far as like podcasts go, um. There was a few podcasts that I was listening to, but I've caught up with them now. One of the main ones was Sacred um, Icon. Shout out to, um, shout out to Josh and Brian. By the way, um, they first of all go check out their um, their their their, their, uh, their podcast, which is called Sacred Icon. It's a um, it's a Halo podcast, and they are they're real cool they're real they, first of all they're funny they're real cool they are laid back and very entertaining first of all and the fact is um they also have a patreon in which even if you just only have do the, the one dollar tier they'll shout everybody out that is in their um patreon so i remember the first time i heard them um shout me out i was like oh even though they got my name wrong a couple of times but you know what it's all good it's <laughs> i have fun with it though yeah i I had fun with it the the latest episode they put out they finally got my name right but um (laughs) but they they real cool though they real cool i tweet them a couple times i message them a couple times or um what is it called what is it called what is it called um what's that messaging service called um discord yeah so but that guy's real cool and their community is awesome The, the you know, everybody shares their opinions and all this stuff without getting all argumentative and all that and all that kind of good stuff. It's a cool community. I love I love being part of that community. So, take a sip of my unhealthy energy drink. But, yeah, I've been listening to, um, but, yeah, after I finished their podcast, I, I mean, of course, I could branch out and find another podcast, but. Would've give me that same feeling as a sacred icon. Now granted, yes, you supposed to it's supposed to be different stuff out there so you get different experiences. But I say I wanna do something new. Now I had a audible um membership a while back, but I canceled it. But then I re-signed up and ever since then I've been listening to audiobooks. I've been spending I felt like I spent a lot of money on audiobooks. And the thing was, at first... I'm not going to say I was against audiobooks, because I'm not. But the thing was, at least with Star Wars, anyway. At least... Because... Let me just... um, Let me just say this again. I've always said this. But I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And if you're watching the video version, you can see behind me my bookshelf full of books. I have a lot of those books, which I need to read. Because I I, I need to... um, there's a couple more books I wanna buy before I continue um, reading those books and I need to do a lot of catching up. So, and I remember a while back when I was younger, I was like, I wanna collect all the Star Wars books and read them, you know, actually have them. Cause I, the thing about me is I could be a book, I, no, not could be, I am a book nerd. I like to have the actual book in my, matter of fact, hold on. Um, Cause I have a Halo book right here. I like to have the book in my hand I like to feel it. I like to smell it. I'm being weird, (laughs) y'all. I like the the smell of a book. I like to just touch it and it just going through the pages and actually reading it and all that kind of stuff. I love that experience. But one thing I've realized as of late, I'm a a busy person. Like, I barely have the time to sit down and read a book. Like, one of my books, like, um, that I've been, like, there's literally one book that I've been reading for three years now. Is one of the um, Star Wars, Republic Commando, True Colors. I've been reading that for three years, and <laughs> the funny thing is, when I read that book, I've only been reading it when I go like go get an oil change or get my car worked on, whatever. I'm sitting in the lobby or whatever because I'll drop off my car off early in the morning. Let me be the first ones, but lately I haven't been doing it. Well, of course I've been getting oil changes, but because things have been so busy and plus a COVID. I don't sit in the lobby no more. I just drop it off, go home. So those used to be the times I really read. Or when I went through my first lock journey. um, If you listen to the audio version, you never see my face. I have locks. Uh, When I used to get my hair retwisted, I used to read. When I was getting my hair retwisted. I don't do that no more. I retwist my own hair now. Um, But yeah, so I haven't been able to actually sit down and physically read a book. But lately when I've been at work... I've been listening to the audio version. And most of the books I've been actually listening to, believe it or not, majority of them haven't been Star Wars. They've actually been Halo. Like I've been, i knocked out a lot of Halo books. I spend a lot of money too on those Halo books, but I've been knocking them out. Like the two Halo books, like I enjoyed all of them, but the two Halo books that I really enjoyed the most was New Blood, New Blood and Bad Blood. And that's my dad going outside. I had the ring doorbell. But, um... Um... What was I saying? Right. I'm having a squirrel moment. And I'm blanking out. Uh, (laughs) But, New Blood and Bad Blood. And the reason why I love those two books... First of all, if you're familiar with the, um... With the Halo universe. With the Halo franchise... Um, There was a Halo game called Halo 3 ODST and one of the um, characters on there was named Buck, Edward Buck And he was one of the coolest characters on there and then later on in Halo 5 he actually was a Spartan So what New Blood does um, And both of these books are in first person so so it was in the perspective of Buck basically explain how he became a spot in this that and i don't want to spoil too much because this those two books are great don't, don't like out of all the books i've been you know reading and listening to and all that stuff when it comes to halo right now those are the two that is the best right now like those two are the best of course they, they, still nothing ain't gonna beat the fall of reach of course i think when it comes to the halo universe and when it comes to like the novels everybody i, I believe that everybody is always going to say. The Fall of Reach is one of the best Halo books out there. Funny enough. That book came out. that Fall of Reach came out before the very first Halo game. Before Combat Evolved. But anyway I'm getting stuck on that. Let's continue on. Let's continue on. Let's continue on. Um, <laughs> um Another book that I listened to. As far as audio books. Was the Will book. The autobiography. By Will Smith. That was good. It was so good to the point that I forgot I was, like, my body was on automatic mode. Like, I literally, like, my body was on automatic because I was so immersed into, and the thing was, it was, you know how most books is narrated by, I don't want to say some random voice actor or whatever. I don't want to say random, but usually somebody else is reading it. This one, Will Smith was actually reading it. Will Smith was actually reading the book. Like he was actually voicing his own audio the own his own audiobook. And the thing is, I haven't read the actual book, but there were some extra things in the audiobook that of course you're not gonna get that experience with the by just regularly reading it, by uh, you know, just reading that book you know uh, i'm not saying reading it is a bad thing it is nowhere near i'm not cuz i haven't read the book yet um you know actually physically read it like i'm not going to say it's going to be a bad experience but i i'm just going to tell people this listen to the audiobook and also read it as well eventually i'm going to read the book i don't know when i might be 10 years from now but just listening to it it was so it was so good it was so good it was so raw like, there was some parts in there, like, I was just laughing. Like, I had to stop, and I was like... Remember when I said I was on automatic mode? Like, I was just doing my work. I didn't even realize in my work. I'm so immersed immersed in the way that he described things was so vivid. I felt like I was a part of his life, his life, and the thing was, this is why Will Smith is one of my favorite actors. Like, I'm not a movie person, but Will Smith is my favorite actor, right next to Samuel L. Jackson. But, um the way that he just described stuff, he was so vivid with it. And, you know, he was vivid with how he described his life and everything, he seemed honest with it. Um, It was just an experience, though, like just listening to him talk about his life. And like I said, I related to him so much in those moments when he, when I was listening to that. And it was just like wow wow that is a black that that's another black man that i can relate to it's hard i'm not gonna say it's hard to relate to other black men but it's like i don't know it's 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 weird to describe but it was like it was it was awesome just listening to that just listening to his story and the similarities with me and him so and actually the book is very inspiring too and it made me want to go even farther made me push even harder so i do recommend the Will book um oh also remember i said i wanted you know i'd rather when it comes to star wars books i'd rather have them in my hand and read it um I've actually started uh, listening to Star Wars books. Um, I started the High Republic era, which is, um, I forgot when it started. I want to say two years ago, but it's this um, new era that is between the Old Republic era and the Rise of the Empire era. It's like, I want to say four, maybe 500 years or maybe 600 years. I know it was a couple hundred years before everything that happened, um, you know, with Anakin Skywalker, you turned to Darth Vader, all that kind of stuff. It was a couple hundred years before that, and, like, with this um, new book series, this new era, um, Yoda's actually in there. So, but it's more, it's, it's a younger Yoda. Not that young, but it's a younger Yoda. Yoda, a couple hundred years younger. And at first, I was skeptical about, um, the High Republic. Of course, I'm, huge star wars fan and all that stuff but obviously ever since disney acquired star wars you know there's been <laughs> about it I'm, I'm i look that's the best i can't think of no word about it so i'm just gonna make that sound <laughs> those are the sounds that i make when i bother my rabbit and yes i have a rabbit named dusty and yes i'm having a squirrel moment but that's the part that's the point of this podcast i'm having a squirrel moment i love my rabbit man let me tell y'all something real quick i love my rabbit Fun fact, I actually got my rabbit on Easter day. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like I love. I I I've only listened to two books so far. But right now, I'm impressed. I I I really, I really love the in. Yeah, my dad keeps going in and out. He's ready to leave, go to work in a minute. But um, let me tell y'all the funniest thing about the High Republic. I don't, and I'm not gonna. Again, I don't want to spoil anything for y'all, but I'm just gonna give this give this little tidbit. Yeah, so, so y'all know like the Star Wars universe is so expansive. It could be and it's 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 so amazing, and it's like you got different life forms um that come in different shapes and sizes and all that stuff. But the, the new the the, the the High Republic introduced one of the most intricate characters in species there is that makes me think like what what was the thinking and it's like and not in a bad way in a good way actually at least in my opinion <laughs> I'm laughing because y'all not going to believe me y'all not going to believe me y'all think it's ridiculous and a lot of people probably thought this was ridiculous but I thought this was cool there is a character and it was the second book, I believe. Yeah, it was the second book. I think, I think it was called Fall into Darkness. I forgot what it was called. It was the second book. And there was, there's a character named in there named Geode, G G E O D E. You know what he is? You wanna know what his species species is? I can't think of the name of the species. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go look look it up while I'm talking about it. But Okay the name so his race is Vintian V I N T I A N and the reason why I'm laughing because I'm looking at a picture of him. Oh matter of fact and Long story short this species is basically a rock They're basically rocks. They're boulders They're boulders his geo species it's rocks and boulders, basically. <laughs> y'all don't believe me? What, you, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring it up right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you watch, if you're watching the video version, you're about to see. Y'all, y'all might not believe me, but watch this. Look, Geo, this is what he looks like. This is literally what he looks like, y'all. He. Literally, he is a rock. He is a big rock. And this is... The- <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to pull up um, more pictures of the species right now. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Hold on, y'all. Wait, is there any more pictures? Any more pictures? Hold on. But... <laughs> like and in the way they introduced him at first I thought it was I thought they were just trolling at first like yeah he th- th- and this is another this is another picture of him right right well this is not geo well this is geo <laughs> oh gosh that that's that's. <laughs> And at first when they first do this is the way that they introduce him, right? So basically the main characters, the Jedi the Jedi's right? They had to go to this um They had to go somewhere they had to go to the space station, right? And when they got introduced to the pilot and the crew of the ship they was in it was a three-man Um a three-man crew It was the main pilot then it was this other girl, and then it was Geo. But the funny thing was, when they first introduced Geo, it was like it was just a rock sitting there. And he's the navigator. That's the thing. He's a navigator. And I thought at first that was just their the other the other crew. That's their way of kind of like their entertainment. But come to find out, he is sentient. He is sentient. He is smart. And there's more like him. And I thought they was trolling at first, but he's sentient. And the- I don't want to spoil it for y'all, but it's like the way that he does stuff, it's like they don't explain how he does it. It just he does it. Like, for example, there was this one time. Okay. So when everybody got first introduced, you know, Gio was in the navigator seat, whatever. And he was just there. Like, he don't really, he don't talk. He do not talk. At all. But yet, his crew geo's crew know what he's saying or doing or whatever they understand but he does not talk at least in the book anyway he does not talk and he never (laughs) just they don't describe how he moves but i remember one part he was in the navigator seat and then when the one of the um jedi went down not downstairs we went to the mess geo was just sitting right there he literally just sitting right there it scared the character and at first i literally for for a majority of the book when i first listened to it i'm thinking to myself oh my gosh we almost had 30 minutes but uh, <laughs> i'm thinking to myself it is just a big rock that these two have just for their entertainment but he is sentient he is the actual he is the actual navigator like he literally appeared downstairs and this is how i knew for a fact that he was actually alive the fact that the jedi was able to sense him they couldn't understand what he was saying it it, it, it's hard to explain but he's basically a living rock They never describe how he moves, how he do things, but they do describe that he does go to bars, that he go to cantina, he goes out there and have fun. And I'm thinking to myself, how does he do it? How does he move? Does he float? Does he just drag himself to his location? They don't describe none of that, unless I missed it. But he's literally just, he just does stuff and they don't explain how he does it. That's why I love I I loved it because I'm like and most people going to think that's stupid. And I can't blame them, but I thought that was amazing. <laughs> I thought that was the most amazing thing. I'm thinking to myself, they literally have a rock. They literally have a rock as their network. But yeah, that's what I've been um, you know, I've been doing audiobooks, also been getting back into the anime. Like, for the longest, I really wasn't watching any animates for the longest. I mean, last year, I did start, um, well, early last year, or maybe the year before that, I did, um, started watching the Inuyasha sequel. I can't never pronounce this, so I'm not even gonna try it. But the Inuyasha sequel, and I watched the first couple episodes, and I just stopped. Not because it's boring or uninteresting, but it just, I don't, I don't know why I just stopped watching it, but I'm gonna get back to it. I think I stopped on episode three or four, or four but late last year 2021 i did start watching my hero you know and then i also finally finished dragon ball super and the reason why i was so behind because i was waiting for the english dub to become available now that being said before we get into that whole argument um before we get into that whole argument i don't care if it's sub or dub like i prefer dub but certain animes i don't mind watching sub but with Dragon Ball, I have to watch that dub only because the memories that's associated with it. I love hearing the original voice cast and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I finally finished that. I finally finished that. Um, of course, I'm on season three, I believe, of My Hero. And then what's next on my list, as far as um, anime's go, as far as what I want to start, is watching Demon Slayer. What's funny is, I have Demon Slayer. Um, joggers i don't know if y'all can see it but um demon slayer um joggers on and so many people have been telling me it's good so that's next on my list to start um also catching up on attack on titan because i only watched the first season so that's that so i've been catching up with with anime of course listening to audiobooks and then when it comes to gaming which is my specialty Okay, first of all, let me make this disclaimer real quick. And y'all not going to believe me, but I'm just going to say it. Because when I tell people this in person, they don't believe me. I don't game as often as people think. And not because... Not because I'm not a true gamer, you know, whatever that means. But, <laughs> but you know, I just, you know, I've just been busy you know and most of the time when i do get the game is when i'm making my content i usually for the most part been gaming when i make my content off camera i haven't been gaming that much um but yeah yeah usually i i game when i make my content and that's not the only reason why i game i mean i love gaming on or off camera i was gaming a long time before i started doing content creation It's just you know i'm in school right now i haven't started classes yet but my well my class is gonna start in february i know classes has started but my class hasn't started yet but um yeah i just been busy so it's like when i get off of work you know and again i'm not gonna be complaining on anything giving y'all my boohoo stories it's just i've been busy so i'm just gonna leave it at that so like as far as like gaming goes i only game like maybe two to three times a week if that <laughs> if that so with that being said with that little disclaimer being said and i know y'all not gonna believe me but i've been gaming more i've been make, gaming more off camera like um because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself like first of all i need to relieve some stress because you know life stuff so i said i want to play more games off camera and usually i do that but most of the time when i play a game off camera it's multiplayer like like you know halo infinite um you know stuff like that multiplayer games, stuff that's just or games that i've already played like mass effect all that kind of stuff it's been a while since i played a brand new game not brand new but new games that i haven't played off camera like um like i've recently beat control and that was a good game it's it's one of those games that. This is the best way to describe, um, Control. Max Payne. Mixed with The Matrix. Mixed with um. That was another thing to Oh, Stranger Things. Does that, those that's, that's what Control Control reminds reminds me of. Max Payne. The Matrix. And Stranger Things and the crazy thing is I've only watched a few episodes of Stranger Things, but I kind of know What the premises and basis of it is? Um, and yeah, it was actually pretty fun. It was kind of the story itself was a bit confusing But the gameplay itself was fire. It was good. I had fun with it I beat it in a couple of things couple of days. See my favorite my favorite games I like to play is action-adventure um. Yeah, action adventure fun. F- fun fact: I really only got in, got into third. I mean, first person shooters when I started playing multiplayer back in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. But I always like third person action adventure games. You know, I grew up on Tomb Raider. I grew up on um, Spyro. Uh, plenty of games, plenty of action adventure games. I love the adventure. The adventures in these games um so i love games like that um i did start on what's that game called it's sable i believe yeah sable let me double check and make sure but i think it's sable and it's an indie game yes it's um sable and basically it's a um game that's uh it's like an open world type game, but there's really no action in it. It's it's mostly I've only done the beginning, but based off based off what I read, it's um it's really no fighting or action in there. It's mostly puzzle solving and all that stuff, which is not exactly my lane. But I want to try. I still want to play it regardless because it seems relaxing. So um that's that. And I also just started on Just Cause Four. I played the second one, but I never played the first or the third one. But the reason why I like Just Cause, because it's one of those games, I call it a stress reliever game. And the reason why, because it reminds me so much of Mercenaries, which was an old game back in the day, Uh, which I think was made by the same studios, because Square Enix made um, Just Cause. I don't know if Square Enix made Mercenaries, but it used to be fun. I remember playing Mercenaries back in the day. It's just open-world chaos basically so it's like you be blowing up stuff and it's, it's 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 just again it's a stress reliever game so um i also downloaded some other games i can't think of think of all of them off the bat but um yeah i've been i've been just kind of doing some self-care kind of stuff just doing what i want to do and, and granted i love content creation i love streaming i love doing the last plays and all that stuff but sometimes it's just nice to play a game without having to commentate without having to worry about if you know editing you know worry about looking at a chat and, and, and again don't get me wrong i love doing that i love doing that but sometimes but the reason why i'm doing this is because gaming is my passion and i want to keep it that way i don't want it all just strictly work i, I still want it to be my passion so That's why there's certain games I will not stream, there's certain games I will not do a Let's Play on, or make content off of it. There's just certain games I will not do. Like for example, Mass Effect, even though I beat that game 20 times, I don't really see my, maybe streaming at the most, but I I just can't, I can't see myself really doing anything as far as content creation go with that game. Like I said, maybe at most streaming, and even then, I'm kind of iffy on that, so. But yeah, that's what I've been doing on my spare time, and somewhat, you know, also my work time as well, um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing, but let's get to some stories, let's get to some articles, let's get to the articles, and again, some of these articles I have not read through yet, um... Again, I just saw the headline and just kind of say, let me tell you where I get my articles from. Of course, it's from different websites, but on my phone right now, manager, I have an Android device. On my phone, on the Google um, search bar widget, if you press the Google button, it has um, a lot of like articles and all that stuff. And the articles are based off like, you know, what I search for and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of it is gaming so that's where i get a lot of my articles from so usually like when i'm article searching i just you know kind of scroll through and i see something that's interesting i'll usually put it in my collections like you know bookmark it and read it a little bit later but this time like either i read some or i just saw the headline and just like okay but anyway now uh what was talking about right so february february next month around the corner around the corner I know February is around the corner It's going to be A good month for gaming February 2022 is going to be a big month for gaming And this article Comes from GameRant GameRant.com And let's go ahead and pull that up Um, Let's go ahead and switch over Yeah So And this um, was published about 5 days ago and it says february 2022 has potential to be one of the biggest months of the year for gaming because all the new video releases sorry because of all the new video game releases and the potential for special events february 2022 looks to be one of the biggest months of the year okay the fall the fall months usually represent the biggest months of the year for video game industry for the video game industry which yeah that's that's true um because that's the holiday season so that's where a lot of developers and all that stuff is going to make a lot of money plus like if a new console is coming out oh yeah that's the perfect time um you know especially october november december okay back to it with many publishers saving their most notable games and blockbusters releases for September, October, and November. Like I said, I dare say December, but still. Conversely, the winter and summer months are usually some of the slowest for games, with February not really known as a particularly big month for gaming. However, February 2022 is a different story and may very well end up being one of the biggest months of the entire year for gaming. Various release date delays and other happenings have set mainly covid have have set february 22 all right let's take a drink of um energy drink real quick because apparently i don't have enough energy nor enough awareness to be reading this (laughs) but uh, hold on i don't know how long this episode gonna be because now i'm just getting to the first article and we are already at the 40 minute mark all right Anyway, various release date delays and other happenings have set February 22, February 22 up as being a particularly big month for gaming when it comes to new releases. Not only that, but there are rumblings that there may be some major events happening next month as well with potential for new, new game announcements to keep fans buzzing. Taking my shoes off y'all Look I am in my own home first of all I am in my own home I'm gonna take my shoes off I had a long day at work I was tired So I'm gonna take my shoes off Matter of fact Hold on Before I start showing y'all my socks And all that kind of stuff Make sure I ain't got no holes in these socks (laughs) Yo What if I showed y'all my socks And it had holes in it (laughs) Hold on Let's switch back I took my shoes off, and I have um, Mario socks on. Look, I have Mario socks on. It's not really matching the whole Demon Slayer um, color scheme, but I don't care. I can can wear Mitch Max socks whenever I want. I am in my own home. I am comfortable, and if y'all have a problem with me wearing my Mario socks on the podcast, first of all, you need to reevaluate your life. And if you're really that offended about me wearing Mario socks with Demon Slayer, get off my podcast (laughs) y'all don't have to watch it you can press stop you can go to the next video and if you like my content but don't like the fact that i'm wearing mario socks first of all that's weird because i'm a gamer and i make gaming content and of course that means mario is going to be mentioned in one way or another but second i have plenty of videos for y'all to watch but if y'all really get up and arms about me wearing my what am i doing y'all I, y'all having a good day today because i'm having a good day today even though it was long i'm having a good day today and i'm drinking an energy drink and all that kind of stuff and i still gotta fix dinner who wants to fix dinner for me if y'all want to fix dinner for me let me know i don't know how y'all gonna get it to get um get it to me although if you're in the richmond area and if i know you in person cause i know some of my subscribers i know them in person but if y'all want to fix me something to eat, I love wings. I love wings. Hot wings. Chicken. Let's get back to the article. I'm sorry y'all. I, that, that, that was a terrible squirrel. <laughs> Seriously though, if y'all if y'all if y'all like what y'all hearing, like what y'all seeing, press like um five stars. Good reviews. All that stuff if you like it. Anyway, back to the article. Um Let's see. February 2022 is going to be blah, 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 blah whatever, whatever, whatever. Here are all the major new video games currently scheduled for release in February 2022 at the time of this writing. Keep in mind that it's always possible that last-minute delays will push some of these games back to a little later in the year. But as of right now, all these games are on track for release next month. So I'm just going to read the list of games that's going to be coming out, then I'm going to end it here. But of course... Uh, we have Life is Strange Remaster Collection. Hmm, I might actually get that. I say I might actually get it, but it'll probably take me two years before I finally get it, which is fine because it would be on sale. Don Light 2 Stay Human, which is February 4th. I have yet to play the first one, but I've heard so many good things about the first one that I might just get the first one. But I heard that the um, second one is going to have over 500 hours of... 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 of, of gameplay. Oh... I had this thing about huge games like that like over and the base game itself like just to beat it like if you were to focus mainly on the story i heard it's still close to 100 hours i don't know how i feel about that i'm a busy man man just oh i like i feel like with me like the way that i move, i like 10 to 20 hour games 30 pushing it but yeah anyway um, moving forward. Ali Ali World, February 8th. Sifu, or Saifu, which is February 8th as well. Crossfire X, February 10th. The King of Fighters, fifteen February 17th. Total War Warhammer 3, February 17th. Here's the one I'm really hyped for. Horizon Forbidden West, February 18th. I'm, I'm hype about that. Now, the only thing... The only thing that i'm conflicted about is yes it's coming out for the playstation 4 and i had the PlayStation 4 pro but i feel like now especially since i got into pc gaming i'm starting to know about frames and having the best experience now especially since i'm getting like you know 4k and all this stuff since now i i have the technology and i have experience the technology part of me wants to wait until i get a playstation 5 to play it but then i want But then I also want to play it now So I'm like I'm a little conflicted should I wait to get the PlayStation 5 or should I just play it on the PlayStation 4? I'm conflicted about that but anyway this ain't what this is about Destiny 2 the Witch Queen um, expansion which is on February the 22nd Then you have Elden Ring which is February the 25th Which I need to read about um I need to look to Elden Ring because I know a lot of people have been talking about that So I need to look into that Grid legends, which is February the 25th, and then you have evil dead the game which is to be announced but right now um, But right now looks like it's aiming towards um, f- Yeah aiming towards February so yeah, that's Looks like February is going to be a good month a very expensive month but a good month um yeah very expensive month for some folks i know for me i might buy one game um next month and i, I feel like that's going to be uh i feel like that's going to be horizon because again i want to play it i love horizon the first one was amazing and i played that off camera so this one I'm trying to figure out if i want to do a let's play for that because i have another i have a plan for another let's play i'm not going to tell y'all well i might have already told y'all but if i haven't i'm just gonna keep it to myself for now i'm gonna wait till i tell y'all but i, I want to do this um again i'm having another squirrel moment y'all but <laughs> that's the premises but because i just finished the halo infinite uh let's play which yeah, I just finished that. and I, I. This is the most... The Halo Infinite was the most fun I had as far as a Let's Play go because I did things differently. Instead of doing the usual, you know... Da, 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 intro. Instead of doing that, I did... I just did some what I think is high production quality stuff. So, yeah, I did things differently. And, um, yeah, I have fun with it. I have fun doing it. I believe it was like six episodes because it was like hour long two hour long um because i didn't feel like doing small episodes i just wanted to do the big and usually i don't like editing that long and i don't like my videos being that long but i feel like for the sake of this let's play i didn't care but y'all should go ahead and watch that um that let's play so but anyway um shoot i forgot what i was talking about (laughs) i forgot what i was originally talking about y'all but um, yeah, like I want to do a let's play for um, Forbidden West, or do I? Cause I already have a plan for another one. But anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway, yeah. But that's the that's gonna be the month of February, and again, there's gonna be a lot of um money being spent. There's gonna be a lot of days being taken off. Yeah. But anyway, next article. Speaking of Halo Infinite. And you know this has been a problem, um, you know, to the community. But um, well, before this article, before this actually happened. But now, Halo Infinite is now allowing players to earn credits with uh, with the Season Two Battle Pass. Now, um, you know, it's been a whole lot of. First of all, let me say this. Um, this is my opinion about um... this is my opinion about um, Halo Infinite as a whole both campaign and multiplayer i enjoyed the campaign i really did and that might seem like i'm being biased but i enjoyed the campaign you know um i can still point out the flaws of course there's 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 flaws in there and then like with the open world aspect of things i like the open world it's not that much to do in the open world but it is fun it is fun and it definitely i do like how the way they did it with the open world aspect of things know they tried something different and it came out it came out pretty good I know what people have their opinions about the campaign some people say it's boring all that stuff but I liked it. I thought it was fun now uh, as far as multiplayer goes because if you don't know multiplayer multiplayer was released before the campaign was and the multiplayer is free to play now because it's free to play they have, you know, microtransactions and all that stuff. I actually spent some money on the Battle Pass, even though once I spent the money on the Battle Pass, uh, you know, what? no, no, no. Be- be- before I- before I even go ahead of myself, um, let's just get to this article real quick. And this article is by IGN. Um, and again, Halo Infinite Multiplayer um, will let you earn credits in its Season 2 Battle Pass. 343 also gave updates on Infinite shop changes and Big Team Battle matchmaking problems. Also, they did um say as well that they was going to lower the price of a couple things as well. Anyway. Halo Infinite's multiplayer will let players earn credits in its Season 2 Battle Pass that they will be able to use in the in-game shop to buy items, cosmetics, and even a new Battle Pass. Huh. Okay. Okay. Again, I have not re... Some of these articles I have not read ahead of time. I knew they were going to do um, credits, but I ain't, you know, for like the cosmetics and all that stuff. But a battle pass? Hmm. Shared by 343 Industries Head of Design Jerry Hook and following continued feedback from the community. 343 has decided to make it so credits will be earnable in Halo Infinite's next battle pass, which will begin after season one comes to a close in May 2022. Okay, I didn't realize it was that far out. But anyway, thanks to your continued feedback, we are happy to confirm credits will be earnable in Season 2's Battle Pass, Hook wrote. That means you'll be able to earn credits as part of your Halo Infinite progression. We'll have more to share on this as we get closer to Season 2. Hook also gave an update on the team's focus on reducing pricing, again, like I said before, reducing pricing across the board in Halo Infinite's multiplayer. He shared that while this week was... All about reducing the prices of the weekly bundles next week we'll see next week we'll see some individual items from those bundles appearing on their own and in regarding in regards to the ongoing issues with big team battle matchmaking 343 will also be removing any challenges that require a big team battle when the weekly challenges reset on Tuesday until a, f- a solution is found this will ensure the this will ensure the... <laughs> The team doesn't remove anyone's progress from this week and will make it so no one will be stuck with challenges that are tough to complete because of these problems. Okay, that's fair. Halo Infinite's Big Team Battle hotfix that was released earlier this week, technically last week, was not as effective as we hoped. Actually, when was this article? Uh, It was updated on the 21st. No, it was also released on the 21st as well. Okay, 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 let's go back. Anyway, Halo was not as effective as the whole, but it also contained additional telemetry. Telemetry, I'm probably butchering that word, that has been providing promising data to the team. And that's that's it. And you know what? I'm glad they're doing that. I'm glad they're doing that. The thing I feel like though, the way they're gonna execute it is that even though you can use your credits to buy that stuff, I I feel like the way they're gonna do it is, yes, you're gonna have to grind to get that stuff. You're gonna have to grind to get that stuff. But once you grind enough to get that stuff, you got it. It's gonna be much slower to get it that way then, of course, you know, like getting the battle pass and buying it and all that kind of stuff. But I am like that they're doing it. They're at least giving that option. It may not be the fastest option, but um, I feel like that's a good option. I just like having that option, you know, regardless. Like, people don't, don't have to always spend money. I mean, but I will say this, though. You know, I have mixed feelings about microtransactions to a certain degree. Um, with microtransactions, I feel like, okay if you pay 60 70 dollars for a game right i feel like everything should be there dlc i don't have too much of a problem with because it at least expands on the game but when it comes to microtransaction if it's free to play i have no problem with it and the reason why i don't really have a problem with it because if it's free to play and people really like these games and want to continue playing it they need to the support it needs to be financially supported somebody needs to pay the workers in the team behind it, and the studios behind it, so it can keep going. If it's free-to-play, microtransactions are okay, as long as it's cosmetic. As long as it's cosmetic, and it's not like a pay-to-win type of situation. That's when it gets, you know, whatever. And as far as, you know, like the prices goes for like the armor um, unlocks and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, the... Just, just to buy stuff like the cosmetic stuff in general, the prices and all that. Um, they said they're gonna be reducing it. That's a good move. I don't, me personally, I wasn't really complaining about the prices because again, I'm not super big. I don't mind microtransactions on free to play and as long as they're cosmetic. That stuff, I'm I'm not gonna be too crazy about because at the end of the day, it's about the core experience. It's does the game work. Is it fun? That's it. And if I'm in first person, I can't see. I mean, of course, there's going to be times you're going to be able to see your own person and this, that, and the other. But if it's first person, I'm not too hyped up when it comes to, like, armor, um, what my armor looks like and all that kind of stuff. Like, let me tell y'all. um, What game is it? What game is it? I started playing Gears again. Other than the stuff that I got when I first um, got it, you know, like, I got Cat and e- and mail on there from um, from halo reach and all that kind of stuff i don't have no additional skins for my guns and all that kind of stuff whatever came with it and whatever i unlocked if i did unlock anything while playing it that's all i got i've not bought anything on there (laughs) but yeah i think that's a good thing i think that's a good thing uh what they're doing now, now to earn um Allowed them to earn credits and buy stuff with those credits again it's probably going to be a much slower progression with that but at least it's an option but enough of that and here's something that's interesting that i um came across i didn't get the chance to uh these are one of the articles i didn't get the chance to read but this is about assassin's creed now the last assassin's creed that i played was origins I do have Odyssey, but I just haven't touched it yet. Like, literally, like, I bought it last... Where is it? It's it's somewhere in here. Like, I bought it last year or maybe the year before, and I have yet to touch it. Because I know it's one of those games that is ultra long. Um, So, eventually, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. And then, of course, Valhalla. Um, but I'm going to wait until that goes on sale. What was the ones that was that came out before origins um there was unity and i think the other one was syndicate those are the two as far as mainline games go those are the two i haven't played and i tried to play black flag but i just couldn't get into that one i like assassin's creed um it's just i'm not a big on assassin's creed you know so but i did love origins but anyway this is pretty interesting apparently in this article by ign uh, apparently, Assassin's Creed almost had a sci-fi ending. Now, technically, Assassin's Creed is a mix between, is somewhat of a mix between sci-fi and fantasy. But um, now if you don't know the premises of the game, at least with the original three anyway, after the original three, well, not original three, but the one with Desmond, after those, I kind of don't really know direction they took it to a certain degree but the way that it started off is um desmond used this machine called the i forgot the name of the machine but he went to this machine so that way he can um experience and witness witness the experience that his ancestors um went through who was a part of the assassin's creed the first and i'm all over the place i'm sorry y'all but that's basically the premises of it they go back in the past um learn about his ancestors and all that kind of stuff i don't feel like explaining it um (laughs) i'm sorry y'all i'm just tired but um yeah so it's a mix so but let's go to this article by ign and it will explain more so yeah assassin's creed was originally going to end on a spaceship It, it, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all now that makes sense. It, it just, if you played Assassin's Creed before, it kind of makes sense. The Assassin's Creed series has always paired exploring historical time periods with modern day technology and storylines, but we're now learning the original plan for the Assassin's Creed trilogy almost took that concept to an entirely new level. As reported by Eurogamer, details of the franchise original ending were published by a student from a Belgian research university. In a, work examin- In a work examining developer Ubisoft's... U- woo, 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 let's go back. In a work examining developer Ubisoft's... Ubisoft use of religion. PhD student Lars de Wilton of K... I'm butchering his long... I'm going a, I'm to a butcher all that. I'm going to skip all that. Basically, um, Lars, who has a PhD... Well, who's a student wrote that modern-day characters Desmond Miles and Lucy Stillman would have escaped Earth on a spaceship, setting off to start human civilization elsewhere. Es- elsewhere. First of all, I butchered that whole thing. Second of all, that is interesting, but it would have made sense because on, which one was it? Assassin's Creed 3. I think it came out it came out in 2012 even 2011 and 2012 and basically the basis of the game was supposed to be 2012 the end of the world and all that kind of stuff and desmond him going through the Artemis and all that stuff that's how he ended up stopping the end of the world but um but yeah um what was his name again Welted. i'm just gonna call him uh what was his name lars lars described his plan saying it was pieced together based on the interviews um, Law is helped with *Assassin's Creed* creator Patrice and *Assassin's Creed 3 creative director Alex Hutchison. Briefly put, third game would end in a resolution of the conflict in the present day, with Desmond Miles, voiced by no- Nolan North, taking down Abstergo. Abstergo using the combined knowledge and skills of all his ancestors, including. Assassin's Creed 1, Altair, and Assassin's Creed 2, Exio Also it is the end of the world in 2012 And Desmond Miles and Lucy are starting a new Civilization elsewhere As Adam and Eve Mm. And of course You know, that's all I'm gonna read Yeah, basically Assassin's Creed almost Ended with them being in a spaceship, and you know what That makes sense that that would again i think that would have made a lot of sense especially if you play the games you would definitely know why yeah y'all would definitely see why i said that makes sense why they would take it to that um that direction um don't have too much to say about that that's just basically it i just thought that was interesting and i wanted to not only read that for myself but also share that with y'all but anyway moving on to the next article Moving on to the next article And these ones I'm going to kind of redo pretty fast Because um, Where we at on time Because I still got (laughs) to I still got to fix dinner Or breakfast Whatever I work nights Problems of night shift Night shift problems I love night shift though First of all you get paid more And then I've always been a night owl I've always been a night owl the only thing, the only thing about working nights is flipping your whole, your whole sleep schedule and all that stuff, that, that's the only thing, like, now, like, I sleep during the day, do my stuff at night, anyway, enough of my complaints, again, y'all came here to get away from y'all complaints, anyway, now, Y'all know, again, I I, I said this uh, many times, and I even started the podcast this way. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Now, y'all know, last year, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, they announced it. Now, um, here's a rumor. And this rumor, um, this article was... Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm blanking out. Um. Oh my gosh, I'm really blanking out right now. I- I'm sorry, y'all. My me- <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said before that I have ADHD, right? Well, I also take medication for ADHD. It has worn off two hours, two, three. Could- the ADHD medication is supposed to last for eight hours. I work ten hour shifts. It has worn off a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> So, the squirrel moments are at an all-time high. <laughs> I mean, and when you're tired and you have ADHD and then you also have caffeine as well, that makes a wicked combination. It's about to get wicked. <laughs> but I'm having fun, and that is the point of this podcast, is me having fun me having fun and sharing this experience with y'all and hoping that y'all have fun and hoping that y'all day, that I can make y'all day. Even if you had the most crappiest day, baby mama freaking complaining all day, you know, she on your back, your girl just cheated on you, or she broke up with you, or work was terrible, your job fired you, whatever you can think of. Whatever you can think of. I hope when I make my content that, you know, whatever bad day you have, whatever bad day y'all have, I hope I can make that better. Like, like, first of all, I'm not naturally funny, but I'm corny. I'm corny, I'm goofy, I'm quirky. That's the type of person I am. That's the type of person I am, you know. So, I'm not naturally funny, but again, those three things I just just told y'all that that's what i am so and while i watch other people's when i and i say this on all of my let's plays i say this on all of my let's plays i'm like hope everybody's having a good time so far what was what i always say i know oh hope everybody's having a good time so far i know i i say that every single let's play that, that i do but i said it not because it, sound cool. Although, you know, it sounds cool i really say this yeah yeah i should go watch my let's plays but um but I would like, but no, I have fun, you know, making content. I also have fun watching other people's content. I just want to make everybody's day, even make one person day. Did not complete my objective. And I really mean that. But anyway, back to the podcast, because I just had a huge squirrel moment. I love Knights of the Old Republic. And when they first announced that it was going to make a remake, I was like, Shh, yes, finally. Finally, this is what everybody. This is okay. We're in the generation. <laughs> we're in the generation of remakes, and out of all the remakes that have been coming out, what is the, the, the one remake that everybody's been asking for? Is Knights of the Old Republic. So, this article is from PlayStationLifestyle.net. and this was posted on the twelfth. And again, this, this some of these articles are old, but um, here we go. So. Rumor, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake will swap turn-based combat for God of War act style action. So, Knights of the Old Republic remake is being built from the ground up to bring it into the modern age of gaming. Not only does this mean a, graphic, a graphics upgrade, it seems like the gameplay is getting quite an overhaul too. According to the latest rumors, the remake will be scrapping the original The originals take on a turn-based combat style for a more action-based approach instead. How will the Star Wars Knights of the Republic remake gameplay change? Being built from the ground up with the latest tech to... No, let me start that over. The Star Wars Knights of the Republic remake is being built from the ground up with the latest tech to match the groundbreaking standard of innovation established by the original. YouTuber Mr. Matty Plays claims his sources have said the remake may no longer have combat that features some form of taking turns instead opting for a complete action-based combat system. The system is apparently drawing inspirations from games like God of War 2 and is it Neo 2? N-I-O-H 2? I've heard of that game but I never can get the um, the pronunciation right. Uh, y'all, I am i'm going through it <laughs> how we doing today y'all let's take a sip of water real quick i don't want to take too much caffeine because eventually i do have to go to sleep soon mm. matter of fact we're done with the energy drink we'll put that. and from the feeling of it it looks like i've only drunk half a can let's just drink some water real quick because now i'm gonna balance things out anyway This information was backed up by a couple of job listings from Aspire Meteor to work on a, a AAA RPG. The first was for a combat designer where the ideal candidate will create engaging encounters in a rich and immersive world and needs experience in defining combat roles and crafting AI behaviors to build interesting enemies and bosses. The second is for an AI engineer who will specifically be working on a AAA action RPG. While there is always a chance that the developer is just upgrading the existing combat system, other remakes like Final Fantasy Remake has proven that changing a combat system is possible without being detrimental to the game. Regardless, take the rumor with a pinch of salt. So, um... Yeah, that's again. Now, this is a rumor, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you my take on this. Knights of the Old Republic is the only reason why I've ever played like turn style, um, turn based games because the combat at that time. Because remember, I think this game came out in 2004, the original came out in 2004. I believe, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, like that was good for its time, but now, like, if you was to play the game right now, it's definitely outdated. It's definitely the, the combat did not age well. Like I, I can tolerate it, cause I was playing Knights of the Old Republic too a couple months ago. Although now I'm about to get back onto Old Republic um eventually. But yeah, I think this is... I, I, if they do do this, if this is true and they're going to make it more like God of War, this is going to make it seem very interesting. Um, you know, this new combat style. But I also read somewhere else. Now, don't quote me on this. But I also read somewhere else that the story was, is going to mostly stay the same. Which a lot of people was worried about because people like the original story. But you know, like since Disney bought... Um, Lucasfilm and all that kind of stuff, you know, they've been making changes to the story and all that kind of stuff The core core story is still the same with Star Wars in general But they made a lot of changes and a lot of people were worried about are they gonna make big changes to Knights of the Old Republic, the Old Republic era So Yeah Yeah, that's that Um, Again, this is just a rumor so, take it with a grain of salt, or as they said, a pinch of salt. <laughs> but anyway, still talking about Star Wars, the next article we got is going to be talking about Jedi Fallen Order 2 release window and when it will be released. At this point, we all know that a Jedi Fallen Order 2 is being developed, but n- not a lot of news has been coming out. Now, before we get into this, I love Jedi Fallen Order. I love the first one and you know what because of jedi fallen order i will say now i am more interested to play soul like games you know like you know like dark souls and all that stuff now dark souls alone like the actual dark souls and demon souls game i don't want to play those because they don't have really like the story is in the forefront and those are the type of games i like i like when the story is the forefront of it of course yes good gameplay and all that stuff but because the story itself is in the forefront, I don't think I can get into it. But I do wanna play Sekiro, and the only reason why I haven't played Sekiro yet because of the whole Activision Blizzard thing, which we're gonna be talking about Activision Blizzard, not the negative stuff. But I, y'all already know why I'm about to get go with this as soon as I finish this article. But anyway, uh, squirrel moment, and I totally forgot where I was going with this. Anyway, Jedi Fallen Order, right So, Jedi Fallen Order to release window And this article is from CBR.com And it reads as follows A new new report suggests that the highly anticipated sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order May be launched sooner than fans were expecting fans of the galaxy far far away may be in for a big 2022 as a new report suggests that the sequel to star wars jedi fallen order will launch towards the end of the year december probably hopefully december because december's my birthday and i want to do a let's play of that just like i did a let's play for the first one but um i think if if it does come out well regardless when it does come out i'm gonna do a let's play for it and i'm gonna make it as i'm gonna make the production quality of that just like halo infinite like i did with that let's play anyway According to a reputable video game industry insider and leaker, Tom Henderson, developer Respawn Entertainment and publisher Electronic Arts are gearing up to unveil Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. Beyond this, Henderson believes the game will release in the fourth quarter of 2022. Following today's announcement that Lego Star Wars will release April the 5th... You know what, that's my first time... I, you know, I've been hearing about they finally gave a release date for Lego Star Wars, but I never saw the date until now, actually. Release April 5th. A May the 4th reveal now seems incredibly likely. His speculation consides, concedes with a report published by Star Wars inside a Bespin Bulletin who notes that, Jeff, that Fallen Order 2 or whatever subtitle is given to the sequel will be revealed during the annual Star Wars celebration. As for what kind of game fans can expect From Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 Respawn Entertainment has yet to formally confirm That a sequel is In development let alone Provide any significant dates Any significant details on the game Some fans are speculating that Fallen Order 2 will focus on an entirely new character Acting as an anthology I think I said that correctly Serious while others are sure that Kyle Kestis the protagonist of the original title Will continue to explore the ways of the force Basically, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um. So yeah, the so potential that Jedi Fallen Order two or whatever they're gonna call it is gonna be released by the end of this year. Again, these are speculations, but if that's the case, that's gonna be cool. Now, as far as you know, who's gonna be the main character is gonna still follow Kyle Kestis I would not be surprised if they decide to follow another character. And the reason why I say that, well, you no. Know, I still want to be surprised regardless on who they go with. Because, not saying that they can't expand on Kyle Kestis, but at the same time, we all know about, you know, the Jedi, what happened to him and all that kind of stuff. But either way, me being a huge Star Wars fan, I just can't wait for it. I, I, I can't wait for it, so... But as I always say, I support development. I devote. I support developers having good mental health. Just having good health in general, be able to spend time with their family. I I hate crunch. I, I don't like the fact that they have to the crunch. Because at the end of the day, it's a yes, it's a business. Yes, at the end of the day, they're working on a product so that can help them, you know, help the company make money, help people make money. But crunch. I know, I, but like, I, hopefully the, the culture of crunch can be changed pretty soon, but take your time because I'd rather have a good game, I'd rather have a game that's delayed to make it good than it be rushed out the door, and then it be garbage, that's why I'm glad that Halo Infinite took the turn that it did, because it ended up being a great game, but anyway, this is going to be our last article, and then we're going to talk about the big elephant in the room, you know what's bigger than the elephant? You know what? Instead of saying an elephant, now we're just gonna call it the big T-Rex in the room because that's that's the only other animal. Are they are dinosaurs animals? The the point is, I want something that's bigger than um elephant when we talk about the elephant in the room. But um, anyway, last article. The GTX three ninety Ti. <laughs> Ti, burning dro 24. That's how all my partners go. I wish I had a hat so I could lean. You know, I can lean it to the side like. T- <laughs> Fun fact. This is how goofy and corny I am. This look, I will be messing with my dad a lot, right? So when he has a hat, when he has a hat on, I literally would tip it to the side and be like, burning dro 20. He just look at me like. Really? Really? <laughs> I love my dad. But, um, <laughs> yo, if you ask, if y'all know any of my friends, and, and all my friends and family that's watching now, y'all know how corny and goofy and quirky I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's the graphics card um, is getting delayed. And this article is from tomshardware.com. And it reads Hello, fellows. Nvidia allegedly orders partners to halt RTX three hundred and ninety production, three hundred and ninety Ti production. Nvidia has allegedly requested that its add-in board AIB partners temporarily halt the production of its upcoming flagship GeForce RTX three hundred and ninety Ti graphics card. There are reportedly issues with hardware and firmware, two websites reported on Friday. The exact nature of these issues remain unclear, but it is possible that the new top of the range board will, will arrive on the market somewhat later than expected. Tweet, to, Tweet Town reported the news without disclosing reasons for the temporary halt, the time when NVIDIA's request was made or what. Or whether Nvidia reached out to all of its partners. This report is supported by video cards, by video cards, which claims that Nvidia wanted to pause production of its next flagship consumer product due to issues with the BIOS and hardware. We have no idea what kind of BIOS and hardware issues could lead to a temporary production halt after volume manufacturing was initiated. Typically, overheating due to insufficient cooling and/or overvolting, overvolting, gosh, I can't talk, choice of wrong, weak components, problems with select appliances, and incompatibility for certain hardware are among issues that plague newly released parts. Developers try to avoid such situations, which sometimes can cause delays. Yeah, that's just some other stuff Supporting the um, article I will say this last part though Unofficial sources also Also pointed to a January 27th launch date for the product But that date now seems In jeopardy Yep So if you was planning on getting that graphics card Well, it's not coming out Anytime soon And again, that release date was just a rumor Because the 27th is right around the corner It's literally the 24th as i record this but yeah that's that i just wanted to um uh, let y'all know that real quick again it's unconfirmed all of it is still alleged but yeah now we're gonna talk about the big t-rex as in the room and uh, we're gonna talk about and of course everybody's been talking about this everybody has mentioned all that stuff but as my own creator as me being a creator i have to also put in my own input I also have to put in my take Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for almost $70 billion. I'm gonna say that again. Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for almost $70 billion. Technically, I think the number is 68.4 billion, I believe. Of course, everybody has been rounding it up. But yeah, almost $70 billion. This is huge. This is big, bigger than the butts on the girls at Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible. I'm, te- but that—that's a. F- Let me tell y'all something real quick. At least at my location, I can speak for my location. I don't know about other locations, but I can speak for my location. Oh my gosh, the girls are so. I don't know how many times I have mentioned this. I don't know how many times I said this. I have said this publicly, private semi private, semi publicly. The girls over at Amazon is thick. <laughs> anyway <laughs> Nah, but in all seriousness though, um this is huge. This is huge. This is huge. Like even when uh, Microsoft acquired um Bethesda They spent a lot of money on that, but it was nowhere near to this. This is $70 This This is big. This is big. And, of course, the reason why Microsoft has been buying all these gaming studios is for Game Pass. I love Game Pass. Game Pass is awesome. I recommend it to everybody. If you have an Xbox and you don't like spending a lot of money on games new or old get game pass so it's like I think it's like 10 for the PC version $10 a month for the PC version and 15 for the Xbox version that comes with Xbox Live and also the PC version as well but um this is big this 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 is and when we're talking about Activision Blizzard we're talking about Call of Duty we're talking about World of Warcraft we're talking about Did they do Starcraft? I, th- I think they did. Let me double check to make sure. I think they did Starcraft. Let me double check. I want to make sure I get my um My facts straight. Yep, um Blizzard. Um they did Starcraft. Um They did a lot of big games. Um The Activision side, of course, Crash Bandicoot. I believe they did Spyro um i know they published row you know all that stuff this is this for 70 billion dollars this is huge and of course um i don't even have an article pulled up because at this point everybody has covered it this is facts you know all this stuff of course it won't be finalized till next year you know, um, just to make sure everything gets approved, make sure um, it's not breaking any monopoly monopoly laws and all that kind of stuff, which I don't think it will, but you never know. But this, this, this is my take on things. There's a lot of positive to this and there's a lot of negatives to it. The positive is, I'm gonna tell you now, especially for everybody that has an Xbox, imagine the catalog of games that is going to come on Game Pass day one. Imagine getting Call of Duty on Game Pass on day one without having to drop $60, $70. As long as you have Game Pass, you're going to get Call of Duty. Um, What else I say With the Activision part, I mean not Activision, Blizzard part, imagine a new um, StarCraft or uh, World of Warcraft coming out whatever games they make coming out day one Diablo day one this is a huge plus for all um, Xbox. this is a huge um plus for Xbox again all these games and you know what it's gonna put PlayStation on their toes because what comes with competition comes better products better quality products, all that kind of stuff. Competition brings the best out of... Think about it. When the PlayStation 4 came out and then Xbox One came out, that generation. PlayStation mopped the floor with Microsoft. So what they got now, the Series S and X and Game Pass. Game Pass is killing it right now. That's why they've been buying all these studios and all this stuff to put games on Game Pass. Now PlayStation's gotta come up with something. That's a big positive right there. Now PlayStation's probably gonna have to come up with their own version of Game Pass. They're probably not gonna be even executed as well. But what do you know? You never know. You never know. Now there is some negatives to it. And the biggest concern is now that Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard, Are are the Activision Blizzard games going to be exclusive only to Xbox now? Are we able able to get those games now on PlayStation or Nintendo? That's like the, I think that's really like the biggest concern. Well, also concerns outside of gaming, which I'm going to get on in a second. Y'all know how, y'all know how I feel about the whole Activision Blizzard situation not this situation, but the previous situation. The situation that is despicable and nasty and disgusting. But, um... But yeah, that that's, like, the, the biggest con right now is where this it going to take gaming to. Like, again, is it going to be all their games going to be Xbox exclusive? Is PlayStation going to... And one thing I just recently heard about, I was, um listening i was watching this video from review tech usa and he was talking about um there was some news that no phil spencer made an announcement uh which is the head of xbox um he said that they're going to continue honoring the contracts that they had before the purchase but what about after the purchase is everything going to be um exclusive then you know they're gonna be honoring their contracts with PlayStation, Nintendo, all that stuff. But it's is, is it's gonna be um. After that, is it all gonna be Xbox? I think not. But I do understand why people are saying, "Ain't no way they're not gonna make this um you know their games exclusive," because seventy billion dollars, or basically basically almost seventy billion dollars. That's a lot of money not to try to get a return back. So I can understand where people are coming from when it's like, we're going to maximize this. We just dropped $70 billion, basically. We're going to maximize this to the best ability, to to the best that we can. We're going to make our money back plus plus more. I mean, yes, Microsoft is a behemoth. They have, I'm not going to say unlimited resources, but they have resources. But they're not going to be dropping. Think about it. The biggest acquisition was of course this and then but, but that's the They dropping all this money not to get it back. So I understand that. But at the same time, let's let's talk about how when when Microsoft acquired Minecraft. Now, of course at the time ta- at this time their business strategy was a bit different. This is before Game Pass came into the fray and all that kind of stuff. But think about it when Microsoft first bought um, Minecraft, yes, it was only available for PC and Xbox when they first bought it. But then like years, like a year or two later, it it came on the PlayStation, It, it came on the PlayStation, then it became available for Nintendo, then it became available for mobile gaming and all that kind of stuff. It became available for multiple platforms. Yes, you can get it, you can play it for free on Game Pass, of course, but look, it's it's available for multi for different platforms now. It is available for, multi, for for all these platforms, and they're still making money off it now. I know that's a little bit different than acquiring acquiring Activision Blizzard. They spend a lot more money on this than they spend on um on Minecraft. Matter of fact, let's look it up now. How much was the purchase worth for Minecraft? Um, much. Michael by minecraft for them mojang was acquired by microsoft in september 2014 in a 2.5 billion dollar deal so yes they spent less money on minecraft but Still, it's still available on different platforms. I don't know. This 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 is this is big. This is huge. And like usually, I have a side with things like I think it's gonna go this way. I think it's gonna go that way. I don't know. Nobody knows because first of all, this was just revealed, and second of all, there is just this is a unique situation. Now I will say this, I think with this situation, I think it would light a fire under PlayStation, under Sony, to get, you know, to kind of be like, okay, now Sony's gonna have to step up. Because for the longest, Sony was, you know, killing it. You know? I think with the gaming industry, Sony has their, PlayStation has their own lane, Xbox has their own lane, and Nintendo has their own lane. So they, they're doing great in their own perspective lanes. But with this purchase, Sony can't be comfortable no more. I feel like... I feel like... Okay, this is what I feel. With PlayStation, they're very good with exclusive... um With the exclusive experience. They're very good with that experience. With, with that side of things. Xbox i feel like they have a they're very consumer friendly and as far as accessibility goes able to access you know be able to access um easy access to gaming that is their lane especially with the game pass and then with nintendo of course their um family slash a mobile platform they have always been good with mobile gaming and also good with family um platforms so they all have their own lane. But I feel like this is going to light a fire under um Sony. And then right now, I don't think Nintendo... They could be affected because they also have Activision Blizzard games on their platform as well. But I feel like they're not going to be as affected d- just of yet. But I feel like eventually, as the years go by, I feel like Nintendo is now going to have to kind of watch out a little bit, kind of innovate a bit. Because, again, N- Nintendo has always operated in their own lane. They've always, unlike Sony, un- unlike PlayStation and Xbox, they kind of always, up until now, they kind of skated in the same lane but did it a little bit differently. But now they're on every major gaming... Where am I going with this? playstation xbox and nintendo has always did you know where am i going with this y'all the point is this this is big this is huge sony is gonna definitely have to do something about this and nintendo that's a hard one i feel like at at the moment nintendo isn't going to be affected too much because they survived without third-party games before although i feel like I don't know hey this is one of the one of these things that i it's like as soon as i come up with an opinion or feel like i i know how i think this is gonna go then i think about it like okay no wait a minute i don't know y'all like literally like as i come up with opinions then another opinion or another fact or whatever something else will come up and be like oh wait no I can see what can happen here, but I can also see what can happen here as well. And I know I'm not making a lot of sense right now. I know I'm just saying a lot lot of gibberish, but maybe I should have wrote something down. But It's it's just, it's a lot. This is a lot. Like, this is big for gaming. And again, like, this is new. Nobody know how this is going to go. Nobody. 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 With the exception of the people in that business, the only people that know exactly how this is going to go is x it's microsoft xbox and activision and blizzard now what i hope for and this is not even gaming in general what i hope for as far as the business side and you know because i have not played a single activision game since the allegations came out which at this point there's a there's a decent percentage of um Oh, wow. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Where was I going? You know, with all these allegations and all that stuff, I have not played a single Activision Blizzard game ever since this came out. Like, I wanted to play, I really wanted to play Sekiro, but I was like, I can't support that. So, what I'm hoping will happen with this is, and you know what's the crazy thing is, too? I heard a story somewhere that Bobby Kotick who is the CEO of Activision Blizzard, say he will step down once the ac- uh, once the acquisition is complete. Really, my guy? You should have stepped down a long time ago. Like, first of all, not even just stepped down, you should have been fired a long time ago. But the board wants to keep you. But anyway, that's a whole list. No, it's, 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 it's all a part of this. It's all a part of this. You know, all the allegations that's going on, I'm not going to go into great detail. But what I'm hoping will happen, and maybe it will happen, maybe it's not, maybe this is me being hopeful and naive. But... I hope that once Microsoft get involved, they change the management staff. I hope they change the people that's on the board. Definitely need a new CEO. Because the things that Activision Blizzard has been accused of, and at this point, some of them has been confirmed. At least with the Bobby Kotick stuff. Like, when he threatened... um, he threatened one of his workers or whatever. That's all, that's basically confirmed. His spokesperson said, oh, he ain't mean it like that. Which means he said it. But anyway, that's, that's the biggest change I want. Because at the end of the day, video games are there for entertainment. But, these are people's jobs we're talking about. People's, um, people's livelihood that we're talking about. That they had to go to this environment, like, people don't feel safe in this environment. And and even at my job now, there's a situation with one of my coworkers, and, and I'm not going to go into details. Let's just say that there's some harassment stuff that's going on at my job right now. And again, I'm just going to leave it at that. But I feel like no person, male or female, should fear going in the job in fear of being harassed or sexually harassed And stuff like that and then if they open up and say something that they're either gonna lose their job they're gonna lose their position and then they're gonna be a recluse because people gonna be like oh they they lying they oh she is doing this or yeah she doing this for the money and all I just want that's the biggest thing that's my biggest concern what is gonna happen with that aspect of things What's going to happen with that? What's going to happen with the people that are being accused and all this stuff and the people that was doing this stuff? What's going to happen to them? That's my biggest concern. Again, maybe this is me being hopeful, naive, but hopefully Microsoft does that because why would they want to acquaint themselves with someone? And again, it's more businesses that does stuff just like this. More, it's, it's more than just the gaming industry but why would they want to acquaint themselves with somebody that's been accused and you know doing all this disgusting stuff why do they want to acquaint themselves, acquaint themselves with that with them without making some type of change but yeah that's that's everything I got to say about the Activision Blizzard situation as far as the acquisition it's definitely interesting this is huge and again is it right No, it's not raining. I'm just hearing stuff. (laughs) I'm going crazy. That means it's time for me to sleep. But yeah, um, that's all I got to say about that situation. And usually at the end of the podcast, well, before I end it, my last bit, I always, you know, give advice or feel like something, you know, I like, you know, um, I like sharing, you know, some stuff that I feel like may help somebody out. This episode, I don't have that. (laughs) I don't have that. I'm like zip nada. i have nothing so i'm just gonna give you some genuine generic but still good advice stay healthy drink plenty of water like i got i got a big bottle of water um drink water exercise maintain your peace keep toxic people out your life you know live your life to the fullest Take care of yourself, establish boundaries, all that kind of good stuff. Have fun with life, work hard, yes, work hard, but definitely have fun. Ain't no part of working hard if you can't have fun. Shoot, life is too short not to be having fun. So, yeah, I'm just going to give y'all generic advice like those, you know. Keep your mind strong, always keep learning, always keep pushing, always just live, basically, you know. And here's another advice I'm going to give y'all subscribe to the channel Uh, (laughs) follow all my social medias i you know i got twitter instagram which instagram i'm most active on that's my most active um social media like if you was to message me or drop a comment you're going to get a reply on there not to say you're not going to get a reply on my other social medias but you're going to get one faster on instagram than any of my other social medias um but yeah um but yeah, everything is I Urban TV. Um, again, I have Twitter, Instagram, I have Twitch, of course YouTube. I have a Facebook page now. I Urban TV. Um, everything is iUrbanTV. TV. I basically have just about every. I also have TikTok as well. I'm basically on every um, social media. Um, but yeah, that's it. Go ahead, follow those. Um, Make sure to subscribe to my channel if you haven't already. Um, Go ahead and give the podcast whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts. Give it a good rating. Be honest about it, but give it a good rating. Drop a comment and all that kind of good stuff. And everybody have a good rest of the day. Make sure, again, take care of yourself. I appreciate everybody that's listening, everybody that's watching, because... Shoot, the way I be making mistakes and fumbling over my words and how unorganized I be, if you stay tuned to this and you still listening and you got to this part of the podcast, you got to the end of the podcast, I love y'all. Like, I love y'all. Like, the fact that y'all, like, the fact that y'all patient with me, like, I really appreciate that, y'all. Like, literally, like, usually I don't actually record content once I get off of work. I might edit, but I don't usually record content when I get off because I'm dead tired. But I love doing this. This, this, this. I love entertaining people. Like when I say I love entertaining people, this is what I love to do. It's a lot of work behind it. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of work behind it. And I always say the editing process is my least favorite process. But I still love the process, and I'm gonna trust the process too. But I appreciate everybody for listening watching sharing telling your peoples about me and all that stuff and i'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast with this promoting peace gaming and wings